top porch, holy on my wrist, diamonds up and down my chain. Cardi B's Chase Lennon can't tell me nothing. Bossed up and I changed the game. It's my big bronze boogie, got all them girls shook. My big fat ass got all them boys hooked. We're from dollar bills, now we poppin' rubber bands. You know what I'm saying? Tell me while I do my money dance, like. another episode of Henny Nights. I'm your boy, Jay White. And I got my homie on this one who just hit me to the... Who just hit me to this, <laughs> this ignorant-ass vine of some shit that most women do. But I'm gonna go ahead and let her introduce herself. The floor is yours, ma'am. Hey, it's your girl Rex. I'm Trina Rex. I don't even know how to introduce myself. Besides that, niggas, is, <laughs> niggas is so trash at intros, bro. Oh, okay. What do you want me to say? It never fails. I mean, do you want me to just? Do you want me to talk? Like, do you want me to say my history? Do you want me to like give you an interview talk? Like, okay. What so, do you want me to do? It's Rex. Like, so I met Rex when we started doing another yeah, ra- you radio may know show me from triple r radio that right yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so back when we were doing triple r radio this was the first time that i met time. first time i met rex you know and we've been cool ever changed since. changed your life uh, i mean niggas ain't rich or nothing like that so right, you're you're rich in spirit but what these pockets are hidden for, though. <laughs> You're like, rich in spirit because, because but, of me. But what about these pockets? But, yeah, so we, we did a radio show for about, what, like two years or something like that. Yeah, and, quite uh, a while. Yeah, internet radio. And then uh, shout out to Ace, too. Can't leave out. He's the one. He put us together for sure. Yeah, so shout out and to he Ace. he dealt with us, which was, but we honest, we dealt with him, in too. The midst so. of a, in the midst of a lot of shit. <laughs> because she was going through like a semi breakup or some shit like that oh god I did like when we were doing triple R radio like I was dating one guy and then started dating a different guy that was yeah (laughs) so basically you you use a pimp nah basically basically you was on your scissor shit like I'm gonna have didn't the nigga move away um. Well, I guess that's what he that what that's what he was planning to do, and that's what happened. And it was just I'm I'm over it. So 
you know. I mean, obviously, because <laughs> you got. Is it? Is it the same yeah. dude? No. Well, yes. Yeah, so, in the midst of me breaking up um, with my ex, I started dating my my new boyfriend, and we've been together ever since. Ooh, so that was like y'all been together like like three four years. Yeah, it'll be almost four years. Oh, shit. I know. It's been a long time. It doesn't seem that long, but here we are. Yeah, so Rex's info will be, of course, in the episode description, as well as her, whatever handle she wants me to use, (laughs) will also be in the title of the episode when it's dropped. All of my pages are private, but... (laughs) Why? I... Dude, I, you know, you know how I am. Private. Oh, I, I work in human resources. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm just, Do you, do people from work, do people from work ask you, like, do you have social media? I had yeah, one, people, I had one coworker do that shit to me not too long ago. And I gave her, like, my, my professional Twitter. But then I realized, like, she could, like, look at the people I'm following and if she was like really on her uh, detective shit, she could probably find like my ratchet page, which she probably would be. And your right. page is public, so yeah. So like, I gave her my 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 professional page and whatnot, and then I added her, so she got the notification, and I deleted her after that. Like I don't follow her after that, and then locked the page. So like, yeah, I wasn't it, you weren't about to fuck up my shit. You know, coming to work talking about, ooh, you was talking about this and this and this and that. Like, nah, bruh. And then. We're not doing it. No, I'm pretty sure my other coworkers have Snapchat and shit. Like, most of my coworkers coworkers are white and they apparently (laughs) follow each other on Snapchat because we had a. Let me tell you, Jay White, I've never, like, my new job, which I absolutely love. but they're really big on like they all they're all friends on Facebook. They all follow each other on Snapchat. I mean, they call they call me mysterious because I won't let anybody follow me on social media. For one, on Facebook, I'm an activist, so I like I don't I don't need you all to to misinterpret or take anything the wrong way if I if I say anything. And um, it's just they're, they're really close knit like that. Been the type of person where I wanted to share my social media with folks that I worked with, just because there's two different sides. You know, all young black professionals, we got two different sides, and we understand that about each other. So it's like, okay, we got our weekend self and our our social media self, and then um, when Monday when Monday hits, look, you don't know me. <laughs> Yeah. different person. That's that's just the way that that we've done it, and we we get that and we understand that. But some people just find that hard to decipher, and I just it stresses me out. So yeah, most all of my pages are private. I don't just add folks. I will add folks now just because you're gonna drop my handle. But I mean, I'm good. Like, <laughs> like, like I said, apparently all my coworkers follow each other on Snapchat because we had like, um, like a a dessert potluck the other day and shit. And then they was talking about what each other was making on Snapchat. I'm like, y'all follow each other and shit like that? So I'm standing right, there. Right, y'all cool like that? I'm standing there with the the nigga what look on my face. Like, yo, <laughs> yo y'all, y'all, y'all cool like that? I'm like, nah, me, not never, ever will happen. You know, and then one of my coworkers 
she got engaged and everybody knew about it and was walking but up to you. her. Yeah, walking up to her, congratulating her and shit. I'm like, what's going on? And she had this big ass ring on her finger. I'm like, oh shit, how the fuck y'all know about that? She put it on Facebook. I'm like, see, man, Duh, like, James. <laughs> um, I'm not fucking with it. I'm not fucking with it because I There's might be. There's a fine line. Because if I start getting on my heavy, like I said, that heavy pro black shit, and well, I'm like, I ain't fucking with Mayo people right now. <laughs> you gotta chill. Y'all, y'all, y'all gonna, they gonna feel a fucking way. But yeah, so I'm not really fucking with the. James, are you drunk? Sharing. No, I'm not drunk. Why you say that? Okay. I don't know. You just sound drunk. No. No. I, <laughs> I naturally sound country. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Fuck so St. Louis. Yeah, I have a tw- twang in my voice, so okay. You, you you keep them jokes. You tried to get one off on a nigga, but I I really didn't. I never. I don't. You know. I don't know. You and H just always do this to me. I just say what I say, and y'all be like, "Oh, Robin, try to." I'm like, "No, I'm not you, trying to do nothing." You really do sound like an HR. Y'all... You really do sound like an HR person right now, like hella proper. <laughs> Hey, I'm just here. I tweet for the black kids that are the, the only one black kid in the class. I tweet for them. <laughs> anyway, so like we were saying earlier, Robin is happily married. Oh, God. With Not a whole, yet. <laughs> she with a whole child. I'm, why would you get on this thing and lie? So you don't have kids. No. Why would you get on here and just so lie the so dog much? so the dog is not your child. I don't that that dog means nothing to me. Let me tell you guys. I have a pet kind of that I don't particularly care. You go but you said I was with child. That there's a difference with I have a child and I'm with child. There's a difference. Neither are true. Um there's an animal that lives in the same home with me that I do not necessarily like. I would not consider it my child. The love is not mutual. You don't that, like dogs? Just, I don't like that dog. Why? Um, I just... I've never had a dog growing up. Like I, My mom was just one of those people where she was just really particular about her house, so we just never had pets. When, one year I asked for a guinea pig, didn't get it. That's the fucking so, problem right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's for a fucking guinea pig. Well, I mean, because I knew I had to start off small. With a guinea pig, that's what you will. Yeah, that's like a, a mini a mini dog. I thought it all makes sense. Regardless, why you went down. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It so. all makes sense why you went down the HR road. Like when you were young, you wanted a guinea pig. Then you then you like you start talking hella proper and shit like that. Their tea parties yeah. and shit, and now look. I never you. had a tea party. I, I I never had one. I I wanted one, never got one. So again, what was I supposed to do? Was I, I couldn't just ha- ask for a full dog to start off with. I had to start off small. I had mm-hmm. to to crawl before I could walk. But clearly, <laughs> that wasn't working either. My mom just wasn't going. Most kids start off with a dog. I don't. I don't recall ever starting. Look, not off. everybody is as fortunate enough to have cute little Thor. Like you, okay? Okay, first, first of all, Thor is a fucking infidel. <laughs> Thor is adorable. And Thor. y'all ever think that this man, Jay White, got some beastie, 
Thor is the cutest little dog ever. He loves JY. He looks at JY with those big old little eyes. Thor is a beard. Thor is a beard. Thor is a goddamn terrorist. No, he's not. Don't he's let so him fool sweet. you, bro. Don't let him fool he's you. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. And and JY, stop it. I'll I'll babysit Thor any day. Okay. All right. Anyway. I remember I remember that. But like I was saying, she's happily married. And why do you that you keep saying that too? And one of the benefits of being married around the holidays is Christmas gifts. Yay! So, when y'all first... So, like, okay, did y'all start dating, like, right around the holidays? Or did y'all start dating way before the holidays? Okay, so what happened was we... So, I previously knew my current boyfriend. Um, so, we started back talking around Christmas time. But it really wasn't... Like, we were still trying to, like, see where we were going to take it. Um, and then we actually started officially dating in January. So it probably was strategic. Maybe he did that so he didn't have to buy me a gift. That nigga, he's smart, bro. You got a smart Like, one. now that I think back and I'm like, damn, he surely didn't give me a Christmas gift when we first started talking. But then all of a sudden, we just started, like, really dating around January. So. I mean, but, like, that mean like. Okay, you may not have got a Christmas gift, but like you definitely got, you yeah. know, something for Valentine's Day, right? Okay, so yeah, we did get. So I did get something for Valentine's Day. So the thing is, when is that a like? When's the appropriate time? Like, at what point are are we like okay? Like, is it a weekend? Is it a month in? <laughs> uh, I mean, after you after you smash, do you feel like I feel like if if you if you get intimate with somebody they owe you a gift oh no boyfriend girlfriend or not oh no like come on now oh no oh no baby oh no (laughs) what is you doing oh no what is you doing no 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 for me personally uh we gotta be like not not like figuring shit out but we gotta be like dating at least by I say October for me to like get you something for Christmas, because that way. So you meet a you meet a really dope girl around like maybe the Novemberish time frame. Maybe you went out you went out Thanksgiving weekend. You meet have been going out. You hang out often. You're not getting her a Christmas gift. Nope. Why? Why would it, like in Thanksgiving? So within a month window. I'm supposed to know, like... You don't have to get anything big. That's the thing. Like, you don't have to get anything big. But, I mean, you wouldn't at least be like, hmm, let me just grab her. She's been talking about Rihanna dropped a new lipstick line. Let me just grab her. That's stunning in the color red. You know, just, just something small. You wouldn't even think to do anything like that. It's all relative, though. So, like, with Christmas, for me, like, I don't know... Like, I'm not finna go out and buy you, like, no car or no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, but, like, for me, it's, like, because I guess it has to do with, like, how I was brought up. Like, my mom, you know, Mama White went all out for Christmas. So, like. Only child. I mean, I, I mean, the youngest child. I'm not the only child. I thought you were the only child. No, I got two older sisters. So. Um, only boy. Yeah, only boy. There you go. Um, So, like. Christmas was always lit. Like Christmas is my probably my most favorite holiday. So 
But when I start like making okay money, you know what I'm saying? So I was able to mm-hmm. buy like really nice gifts and things like that. So like my whole Mama White is spoiled. Right. So like my whole thought process is I'm gonna pay attention to like like right around like September, October, you start saying, Oh, I like this, I like this, I like this, I make a mental note of everything. And then, you know, Christmas, Christmas come around and I'll, I'll pull up on your ass. You'd be like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't know you was paying attention. I'm like, yeah, I got you. I got your ass. You know what I'm saying? So, like, as far as dating with me, I'll pay attention to, like, what, like, oh, she likes this. Or I'll, like, look around her place and be like, oh, she got this. She got that. She like this. Or, like, even with, like, clothes, you know, like, Ooh, I I really would like to see her in this, you know. So I'm trying to get sizes and shit like that, which that's the most fucking complicated motherfucking shit. I've I never asked for clothes fucking for no, encountered. For nobody like, getting sizes and shit because everything fits y'all differently, bro. I'm never. like, man, that's the most difficult shit. And then, of course, all y'all like shoes and heels and shit. So naturally, you, you know how to pick out some heels, Jay White. Look. Look, you know what? Let's Look. have a side a sidebar really, really quick. Look, sidebar. Let me just let me just get this out. You know what? While we're on the air, while we while we got the people here listening, Jy, it's been a minute. I miss you. You the homie. Go way back. Huh. Are you seeing somebody right now? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay. I mean, it's just been such a long time. We we haven't really had a chance to catch up. So I mean, while while we're here, you know, is is there a bay? Is there who or who are you? Are you buying somebody something for Christmas? Mm. What's going on? Where where are you at in your timeline of Christmas gifts? <clears throat> so, <laughs> as far as Christmas this year, there will be nobody receiving a special gift or gifts for me except family so i'm on the sideline this year of cuffing season coaching other people so how did that happen what do you mean how i mean sometimes shit just don't go your way you know so sometimes you you be you'll have a situation and it just don't work out for that particular time you know that's not to say it won't work out down the road but hey you know, but this particular season, I set out, you know, got my, I had some shit I had to get together uh, mentally and mature okay. and mature wise. You know, there was some shit I had to wrestle with, you know, because everything in life was actually going decent. But sometimes there's some deeper shit that you got to dig into and figure out, you know, so I need you to address that. Before I got in this situation with somebody else, you know, and I'm not all the way right, you know. So I set out this year, but 2018. Oh, you going I'm hard? Like, yeah, 2018. I'm like, okay, you know, let's I think see. I have what, a friend. For let's you. see what. Oh shit! Here you go. <laughs> Look, uh, Joe, it's been a minute. You know, <laughs> I just gotta. Yo, and I didn't even come to the uh to the little birthday shit did like I did uh last year, the little party bus situation. So yeah. we won't go Jay into White, that. We won't hey bro, we won't go into that though. No. Yeah, oh, we won't get into that. But that shit 
Shit was lit. Not the homies. That's all I gotta say, boy. Yeah. Still, was a, still was a good time too. Yeah. So shit, shit was lit, but we, we ain't gonna just dis- <laughs> disclose that shit. That's not the the time for that. But the party bus was lit. So moving on. Yeah. So 2018. You know, you buying I, a Christmas gift? Yeah, twenty eight. By the end of twenty eighteen, I'm hoping I'm buying Christmas gifts for somebody. So I can only right now speak on memories of Christmas past. So memories of Christmas past. You know, you need to be like around me for a good sixty day period. So the basically Christmas marks the ninety day mark, and I'm like, okay, you know what? We invested. I see you sticking around. You let me go ahead. You know, see some of the stuff you like, pay a little bit more attention and, and hook you up. You know, you know, like I said, like I went somebody, even though it was super complicated, I like picking out, you know, stuff I want to see my girl in. So, you know, I, run I up like there, it. You know, so about like, guy? oh, she looked good in this. Yeah. Let me copy that, that for is her. you. So like that. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Like that. So, oh damn, this is badass. This is badass heels. Let me cop these for. Her. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll do that type of stuff. Oh, she said she like uh this uh Chanel perfume or something like that. Let me grab that. You know what I'm saying? So, just paying attention that goes a long way. So by when Christmas comes, you might have like four or five different things from me. You know? So, so don't That's be trying. Good. Don't nobody be trying to pull up on a nigga when this comes yes. out. Be like, Look, yeah. And the girl that I have in mind, I'm going to make sure I tell her that, girl, you pay attention. He, be, he going to have your gifts lined up for 2018. And she ain't going to say shit. About that re- you got to talk about that Rihanna lipstick that dropped <laughs> on December 26th. He going to have it lined up for that ass. <laughs> yeah, she going to pull up on me in October. I'll be like, I'm going to be looking like yeah. having a goddamn side eye like, bro. Okay. Right. She going to be a hoe from next year to October. Then she going to be like, Oh, Robin, what about your friend? I'm like, okay, girl, you got to get in that October time, thing. That's, All right. That's good. We got to hit that 60-day mark. That's All right, just, day just send the nigga pocket out and shit. But, yeah, so that's typically what happens, you know, as far as Christmas and relationships with me. But I know it's different for everybody. You know, everybody don't have, like, a little rule. Some people, like, you can... You can say you can meet somebody the twenty third, be together the twenty fourth, and have a gift on the twenty fifth. So like, you know, I feel like, fellas, ladies too. If you like somebody and you want to impress them, throw them a gift, even if it's small. The thing is, people don't realize that gifts come in many different shapes, sizes. Don't have to. They be meaningful. I I mean I'm I'm down with the early gifts. It doesn't have to be big again, but I'm down with the gifts when it's early. I'm I just I feel like that's the way to say okay, I'm invested in you. Aside from maybe the dates that we went on, the drinks that I bought, the whatever, the whatever. This is the second step in investing in you. If, if you see a future with that person, and I know in in the end, and when it's early, you can't really tell, but surprise them. Look, we y'all got time. Listen to this. Y'all got time. If, if, if you're dating somebody right now and it's still early in the game and you're listening to this cast right now, go out and get them a gift. Mm, okay. That's that's all I got. Like, go out and get them a gift. Yeah. That's, that's the way to do it. Yeah, normally, normally, like, this, like, to me, between this 
Yeah, I would say this time of the year is probably, to me, the most lit time to be in a relationship because you got Christmas, you know, you got Christmas, and then you got the New Year right after that. Yes! So, like... (laughs) So, like, it's a whole week of just being filthy. Like, ooh. Filthy? Filthy. Like, ooh, you got me this for Christmas. Is that what you... Is that how you describe the holiday season? Filthy? Like, oh, okay. If I get something that, like, I wasn't expecting you to pay attention to me, you know, to me to say, and I want it, and you get it for me, bruh. You eating butt? Once we... <laughs> is that how filthy it is? <laughs> Yo. 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 You know what? <laughs> um, Like I was saying... <laughs> like I was saying, like, oh... Once we get around from family, you know, it's just me and you. Let's stir some macaroni. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's stir. <laughs> let's crank the macaroni a little bit, you know, because I got to show you that you appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I really love you. I really care about you, that you you got this for me. Like, I really wanted this. And you paid attention. And, you know, you just, you just stimulated me on a, a mental level. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> So yeah, you show your appreciation, and then New Year, New Year's Eve come, and like you gonna be drunk, you know, yeah. like depending on what you're doing, you know, if you're going out, you know, champagne wasted. Yeah, but hey, okay, let's okay, let's get into it for real. Never mix champagne and actual like brown liquor because I let champagne me, gives you a headache. It it's not even a headache. It's like if you mix if you mix something anything with champagne. For me personally, I tried to like jump out on the fucking freeway like one time, like <laughs> craziest <laughs> shit ever. Long. What do you be doing? Long story short, bro, <laughs> I was riding with my. It was my ex, my homeboy, me, and he drove. So he's driving me and her home, and like she was laughing at something in the front seat. And for whatever reason, in my mind, I was like, okay, this motherfucker's kicking a little too hard in the motherfucking front seat. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is so funny? And they, uh-huh. they like laughing at me and shit like this. Man, I'll jump out this motherfucking car right now. <laughs> and I open up the do- I open up the door and like on fucking uh, uh, on 64, on I- uh, I-64, like, yo, I'm finna end all this shit. And like, <laughs> I'm like... I'm finna end all this shit. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, but well, I know it was wrong with me. I mixed champagne and uh, I think it was like Ciroc that night and shit like that. It's horrible. But like, yo, if you're gonna have your glass, you know, your sip of champagne when the ball dropped or the clock turned 12. Let that be the only glass. I don't see how dudes be in a club with the Moet, like, and then Hennessy in one hand. Dude, you asked him for a death wish. Like, champagne is not all is cracked up to be. I learned that from brunching. Champagne is a good idea. Why are you drinking it? Two hours later, you're going to regret it. Mm. I don't know what it is about. You're going to be jumping out of somebody's car on 64. Yeah. Like, is it, JY, what do you be doing? I was, <laughs> I was gone, man. I thought, hey, I, she was kicking too hard in the front seat, bro. And <laughs> I wasn't driving. So, like, what the fuck is so funny? Like I want, I wanted to fucking know, right? And and they weren't telling me shit because they was drunk too. So I was like, you know what? I'm finna fucking jump out this bitch. Like I'm finna end all this shit. Like just wild it, bro. But 
Yeah, Damn. man. Drunk stories are, are the craziest. Crazy. I, thought I, I thought I was crazy. That, that you might you might have me beat. Like I didn't do some crazy thing that I was doing. I never. I take that back. I have tried to, but you know, I'm I'm just probably not as strong as you to actually get out of the car. But I. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna get out, but like I definitely had the motherfucking door open. Like nigga, like it wasn't twenty degrees outside. Like yo, you got y'all got me fucked up laughing and, and giggling in each other's face and shit like that but you need to see counseling bro i'm good you know <laughs> i found i You've found changed. the lord you know what i'm saying so like, you. you know like that was the old me <laughs> that was the old me so like there's no need to worry about jumping out of vehicles that are moving that is scary <laughs> yeah so like the new year, like on top of like being extra, extra filthy, you know, you set, you know, resolutions and things like that. So <laughs> I guess you don't fuck with uh, resolutions. Yeah, I do. But it, why put off? What is it? What's the thing? Why put off to what is it? Basically, why, why, why wait till <laughs> the new year to, to yeah. fix some shit that you can fix today? Pretty much. There you go. Do you, you have any New Year's resolutions, James? Why I keep calling uh, you James? Jay White. It don't. Niggas know my fucking name at this point. It <laughs> don't matter. Um, I, I mean, I, I like. It's kind of along the same lines as like, like a vision board slash list to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you put you put whatever you want out there in the universe, and then you speak it into existence, and you let it manifest, right? So. I'm not necessarily, I'm not really big on like, I'm going to wait till like 12, 12 a.m. on January 1st to be like, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? I do believe in like laying the groundwork up until that point. And then when the, you know, when the clock strikes 12, January 1st, 2018, you know, you, you know, you put your foot to the pavement and, you know, work on what you were speaking into existence and what you want. So I don't really knock anybody for making resolutions or anything like that. I just, I just want people to stick to them. You know, that's all. That's all. Like if you said you want this and this and this, because, you know, 2017 was rough for a lot of people as was 2016, you know, as 2015. 2015. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 2014. So, So like, as long as you know what you got to do and long as you, you know, you're going to manifest what you put out there. Hey, the world is yours. I'm just, I'm just a player in it. You know what I'm saying? So, but the resolutions don't really bother me. It's always the, the actions that you put towards it and, and trying to get everything to go your way pretty much, you know? So, the, the the whole new year new me shit is kind of cliche but at this point I think everybody know it's like a, a running joke you know like new year new me like the meme of old girls stepping out of the year oh my god over the bullshit like it's a, it's a running gag at this point <laughs> you know what I'm saying so bro they had one where she stepped backwards and she, <laughs> and she was stepped back and she was stepping back into Obama um, what was the other one? I can't remember, but it was her going back from 2018 to, to 2012. Bruh, I'd be crying at those. One time, 
Oh, and then she was stepping away from net neutrality. She was stepping <laughs> away from Donald Trump. Like, I just can't with these things. Like, they literally get me so weak. In the new year, though, I'm about to get in the gym. I will say that. JY, I'm coming to boxing with you, bruh. Bruh. You say right. that now. Like, Nick, motherfuckers be hitting me up about going to do it, the box and shit like that. Because the first class is free. So, like, they don't even let you come to a couple of classes without, you know, actually signing up if you know somebody that, you know, goes there and stuff like that. So, like, you know, when I be posting on Snapchat and stuff like that, like, oh, you can come a whole two weeks for, for free and blase, blase. You know, it sounds good to people and pit me people hit me up, but they don't never follow up, follow through. You know what I'm saying? And it's not for I'm gonna be that person. <laughs> I had to hit you up and I'm gonna make a whole day out of them. Be like, yeah, JY, we going to box, blah blah blah, and not text you back. Right, and not fucking show up. <laughs> I don't be looking New Year's same me. <laughs> I'm be looking at the, the fucking bag next to me, be like, this motherfucker be lying, bruh. New Year's same. <laughs> Me. But I'm excited about the new year, though. Like, 2018, I feel like, like you said, 2017 was... I think a lot of people got a chance to grow this year. I feel like things may have fell through, but I think a lot of people are going to get a chance to grow. And I think 2018 is, is going to be... That's going to be... 2018 is going to be what we thought 16 and 17 was going to be. That's how I feel about it. Like, and as far as resolutions... I, it's hard. My is it bad that my mind just doesn't think that far in advance? It don't like, think it's it's a week, like, it's a week just, away. I don't. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, maybe I should. I said I was gonna get back in the gym. I said I was gonna do that. I I gotta save more money because my spending habits are just absolutely out of control. I gotta do that. Um, That's what happened when you balling. Bruh, cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Hey, but me and my friends, we made vision boards this past uh, New Year. So for 2017, we made vision boards. And I don't know. I think my advice to everyone is, like you said, if you even know when the clock strikes 12, you don't necessarily change. But like you mentioned, putting things in the universe, having things set out that you want to manifest. I think that's a great way to start your year. That vision board really did something for me. It kind of made me, it made me set out my goals. Um, and it was easy because it was pictures. I didn't have to really write anything out. And as the year progressed, I got to see where I was able to kind of check things off my list right. um, and where I wanted to grow. But it, it's a constant reminder that you set out this goal and this is what you, this is what you want to do to get it. So I encourage everybody to have a vision board party. Joey, let's have a vision board party. I'm not the most artistic motherfucker. You don't in have the world. to be. All you have to do is cut out pictures of a magazine. Bruh, I'm telling you. Hey, <laughs> if me and Jay White threw a vision board party, would y'all come? Yes or nah? Actually, there really is no nah. So yes or <laughs> <laughs> yes or give me a different date. Uh, That's really the only option that you have. If we throw, when we throw a vision board party, Yes, or what day works for you? Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm not the most artistic mug in the world. However, I am a advocate of the vision list. 
Because there are stuff I've written out multiple lists and gone back to it and checked off like, oh, I, I, I actually be surprised at what I actually wrote down and actually did. But like, damn, I actually checked off a lot of shit on this list that in my mind I thought I wasn't getting to. But coming back to the list, which you're supposed to do, you look at it and like, oh, shit, I actually accomplished a lot of things on this list. You know what I'm saying? So there's power and putting the pen to the paper and then, you know, putting that out there in the universe. So I'm all for it. Like I said, if you're going to put your best foot forward and, you know, get it accomplished by all means, wear out new year, new you, you know what I'm saying? Just make sure that, you know, your, your work and your effort are matching your, your wants and desires pretty much. So, Hey, D, how do you feel about, like, going into the new year? Like, you got to make sure your house is clean, your hair is done. Like, do you find any truth in that? Like, how you go into the new year is how your year is going to be? Do you find truth in that? Uh, I try to go into the new year without any anything left unsaid that I wanted to say. Um, Something that's been on my mind or something that's been, like, weighing me down. Like, I try to go into the new year with a clear clear conscience on everything like that, you know, and make sure I'm around the people, you know, that actually matter, you know, no fakes, no goofies, no nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But no corn balls. Yeah. No corn, no corn ball shit, anything like that, you know, basically making sure your, you know, your circles intact and, you know, y'all are on the same wavelength, the same energy and everything like that. Um, but yeah, that's probably it. You know, I, I'm not big on, I'm I'm naturally a clean person, so like I don't have like a lot of like clutter, you know, anyway, but like I'm not superstitious like that. Like the whole like well, mama uh mama white used to try to give me a spoonful of uh <laughs> fucking black eyed peas and shit. And I just I don't fuck with that. For one, I don't like black eyed peas. Like Ugh. And two there's been two years in a row where I haven't had a spoonful of black IP and I've been A-OK. So, like, <laughs> keep that nasty-ass shit to yourself, man. <laughs> like, you you eat a spoonful. I'm good Yo, that's some black people stuff for real because my mom, I never painted her as a superstitious type, like, ever. And for some, that's, like, really the only superstition that I've seen her ever follow through with, like, every New Year's Day or whatever, however you do it. She has to have what do they call black eyed bean? What do they call black eyed peas? Black eyed peas. See, I don't even know like, because she wanted a fucking guinea pig as a child. That's why you don't know. <laughs> Look, I shared that with you in confidence, and I really shared that thinking that it wouldn't be used against me. I really wanted. Look. Let me just tell you the story. So I wanted a guinea pig. I went to the library. I checked out books on guinea pigs. And what happened was I had gotten in trouble. It was my 12th birthday. So I got in trouble. My mom canceled my birthday party. But I was just like, okay, I canceled the birthday party, but I still get to have friends over. I know I'm going to get this guinea pig anyway. So I went to the library, James. Like went to the library, checked out books. I tried to learn how to care for a guinea pig. Oh my I was God. I was reading about the different types. And so my mom had all my presents in the other room. And I'm just like, and I could hear something moving around. I was like, oh, my God, that's my guinea pig in the cage. Oh, my God. Went in there. It was not a guinea pig. And I was opening my gifts. And I just tried to be so happy. And I went in my room and I cried after I got my gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I did not 
get a guinea pig. It was really devastating. Um, I just, you know, I, I really don't think I ever quite healed from that. So maybe before I go into 2018, I will forgive my mother um, and maybe clear some of the air since we talk about things left unsaid. And I'll just let her know how I feel like, hey, yo, you really messed up when I turned 12 and you didn't get any yeah, guinea you're, pig. you're fucking scarred because of it. You're yeah, scarred. I'm scarred because of it. I have trust issues. When I, I think people are going to do things for me that they that they don't, um, I have an issue with folks not following through. And it really stems from her not getting me that guinea pig. Wow. <laughs> we just figured out my whole life. Right. Therapeutic wow. as fuck. Damn, this is better than therapy. Yeah, man. I need to get paid <laughs> by get paid by the hour on this bitch. <laughs> one day. Right. One one day. All I have for you now is 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 again this this spiritual joy that I bring you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of spiritual joy, <laughs> and we getting sexist ass, racist ass motherfuckers out of here. So Yes, that brings me joy. Yeah, so the owner of the Panthers has put the team up for sale. And the boy, the homie, Mr. Sorak. Sorak boys in the building. All right, Mr. Sorak himself, <laughs> Diddy, wants to go ahead and start up a group to buy the Panthers, which I'm fully on board with. And Colin Kaepernick, uh, he also wants Colin Kaepernick in, in on it, I think. Let me just say, so, Colin, Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, his attraction level has reached a new high. And I know you don't care much about this, but ladies, I know you can. I don't I, ladies, I know you can agree. This man went from Oreo to chocolate. Well, no, nah, I ain't going to say that because it's not like Oreos are bad. And when we're talking about real cookies. But he went from like the Oreo mixed boy in high school to like the fine senior in college that everybody wants to get with because he's hella woke, throws all the best events, et cetera, et cetera. Like his attraction level ever since he became woke has just really gone through the roof. And I mean, I guess that's what blackness would do for you. I really, I mean, I always knew that blackness was lit, but damn, it looks good as hell on him. Yeah. That's all I, I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> when you do right and believe in Henny Nights, anything is possible. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anything is possible. But no, you... like, I'm <laughs> all for Diddy buying the, the Panthers and, you know, being the first, I guess, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be, I don't even think he'd be the, like, the uh He wouldn't be the majority, first minority owner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah and, I, I, and, like, what am I he would be the first black. He would be yeah. the first black. Yeah, he wouldn't be. Yeah, there you go. He wouldn't be the first minority owner because the Jacksonville Jaguars owner um, is a minority. I can't think of ethnicity though. But as Isn't far he, as I don't know where it's from. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But yeah, I'm all on board for it. You know, like I said, the only fucked up part about it is you can get only in America can you get caught saying some racist, some sexist shit, pay motherfuckers off, and then sell the team and get like a 1.2 billion dollars for it and shit like that so like it's really like nigga what is your punishment <laughs> what is your right. punishment gonna be like you're making money regardless if you sell the team or not you know and then you try to pay, pay motherfuckers off give them hush money 
and things like that. But like, really, what is going to happen? Okay, you get sued, then what? Are you going to go to jail? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you're going to pay your way out of that, too. Right. So you're just going to end up being a wealthy-ass, old, bigot-ass motherfucker, pretty much. You know? <laughs> so. But my thing is, I feel like people really underestimate the power of Diddy. Like, for one, this man has been in the game for a very, very long time. And I really can't too much speak on what he's done, um, you know, early on in his career. Obviously, besides being, you know, take that, take that, take that. Um, but Diddy does a lot of things, and not that I know him personally, so, you know, I'm vouching for him just out of pure, just me vouching for him, but, I mean, Diddy does a lot of behind-the-scenes things, and money, I don't think is an issue, and I'm not sure how the whole process goes when you're trying to acquire a team, but people underestimate the, for one, in general, they they underestimate the power of the black dollar, and then, they underestimate the power of the, the the wealthy black dollar. And I think Diddy is a type of dude that whatever he puts his mind to, it comes to fruition. I've never heard Diddy talk about anything and it not happen. I mean, he's Diddy. And he if he does not hop on another song, Diddy, Diddy and Kirk Franklin, the only niggas I know that could just hop on a song and not sing a word, not rap a word, and get paid for it. <laughs> like who does that them that's who does it like and Diddy is is paid and aside from his music career I mean and aside from Ciroc and everything else he has so many different businesses and so many things under his belt if he wanted to buy the NFL team alongside of Steph Curry or Colin Kaepernick he very well could do so and it really made me mad to listen to and then when I found out dude was black the reporter that was talking about him talking about i can't take this man serious he looks high blah 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 i'm like what this man is sitting in his own home minding his business talking about he's been drinking and smoking what are you even talking about like who says that and then who says that about a, another fellow black man and then you got old girl just sitting up there kiki kiki ki. look that's when you should have jumped out the damn car james <laughs> <laughs> that's when that's when you should have jumped out the car talking about what's funny Cause she was just getting, she was having the time of her life talking about. I, what does Diddy even do, girl? What do you do? I mean, all of us are drug dealers and and thugs and shit like that. I mean, even Jay Z with everything that he's accomplishing, things like that. You're like, oh, he used to sell, he used to sell crack. Like, bruh, okay, he used it to is- sell crack when he was. 20, 23, 24, and now he's like 50. Right, and has all these businesses and has done so much, but you'll label him a crack killer. Meanwhile, uh, white boy from USC could rape rape a woman and be like, oh, he was a good kid. He he never hurt anybody. (laughs) He's a rapist. Yeah, so he never. Yeah, he never hurt anybody. He never did this. He never did that. You know, so it's all about. You know, them tap dancing for motherfuckers and things like that. But I wouldn't, like I said, long as he don't change the name to the Carolina Take That, Take That, or no shit like that. Honestly, I'm here for that. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but if they come out and like Sean John, like warm ups, warm ups and shit, yeah, I might cop. I might go ahead and cop and, and be on that way. But yeah, it would be dope. Like, hint, like you know, since Steph Curry is from the area. And you got Diddy, then you got Kaepernick. They'll probably need like a few more people because, like I said, I think the team is like you know worth one point two billion. 
So Diddy, Diddy's net worth is like something like eight hundred million, and then if you have Steph and Kaepernick, you know, kick in, you gotta have like maybe one or two other, you know, two other people with you know huge net worths to kick in. But it to act like it's out of the realm of possibility is like whatever, you know. But and then politics plays into into it too. You know, it could be that. I mean, they had like a, they have one minority owner, but you know they might play the the whole you know white we got we we hit our minority quota <laughs> you know we can't have right two, we one. can't have too many other ones in here because oh my god it'll be the wild wild west you know some ignorant ass shit like that you know so kind of like our presidents boy okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah that motherfucker but yeah so like I say I want to see it happen. You know, it's fucked up that he's gonna make a profit off his, you know, just being a, a shitty human being. But you know, it happens all the time. But yeah, I'm 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 rock with it. I, I would like to see it. So I would say now was a great time uh, for all of my my college folks out there. Now is a great time to maybe get into studying law or broadcasting because folks are dropping off our TV screens left and right. And I mean, everybody's in trouble now. So it's a great time to get into entertainment and a great time to be studying law because I mean, I feel like every time I turn on the news, it's like so and so's getting popped off, so and so's getting popped off. We've been investigating allegations, et cetera, et cetera. They're out of here. They got to sell their team. Mm. Like, damn. Y'all was out here like that? Yeah, it's it's a whole different world out there man and when it comes to money and power and you know entertainment and things like that but speaking of money and power ooh Lavar Ball big baller brand big baller brand want to start his Triple own league yeah people man people doubted Lavar Ball at first I ain't going to lie when he 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 rubbed me the wrong way at first, cause I'm like, who is this big tooth ass? Like, come on now, like, come, okay. But then I it took me a while to understand that he he is is doing everything that they said that we shouldn't do for his boys. And I mean, what is so wrong with them being independent? Him, he's starting a junior basketball association. Is that what he called it? A junior basketball association. Yeah. So basically, if you don't want to go play ball in college, you basically can make like ten. He said ten thousand dollars playing it, playing in this league, and basically, you know, get get become better at your craft, become better at playing ball. You know, play against assume you know some of the best young talent in the country pretty much and not have to deal with going to play ball for a school and them making all of millions and millions of dollars off of you and mm-hmm. you and you not seeing any of it you know you should be able to make money doing what you're passionate about and, you know people got if people got up in arms about it oh why would you want to persuade somebody not to go to school for one college ain't for everybody so it ain't um, so like it was forced on me back when I was in high school and then looking back at it now there are motherfuckers that are making more money than me that didn't go to fucking college and I you know I got a whole degree I'm getting a masters right now so like 
it's it, it's 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 a balanced thing. You know, some people should go to college and some shouldn't. You know, but I don't. As far as if we're keeping it within the realm of playing ball, you telling me I'm going to school, making all this money for this university, and I can't get none of it. If I go out and you know sign autographs and uh, try to get paid to, to sign autographs, you gonna basically suspend the program and kick me off the team and blase blase like that's that's bullshit, you know. So. Why would I put myself through that when, especially if I'm coming from bad circumstances mm-hmm. where, you know, my family needs money, you know, I have this amazing talent that I can use to basically generate generational wealth, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And make sure that, you know, this money stays in my family. My family can start businesses if they have a plan and, you know, so on and so forth. I can start building this up get my money right now and then go to the league and get a even better contract or go to the D league and still increase my value every single year. What's the problem with that? Like why y'all so against that? And it's probably because it's the messenger at this point, you know, it's, it's Savar yeah. ball. Who's doing it. He wants to buck the system and he wants to do it his way and things like that. And the only thing I have against uh, ever had against LaVar Ball is he, he talked too much. That's it. That's the only thing. Like, everything else was cool. I mean, I thought his shoes were expensive as fuck. But if people were going to buy them, okay. You know, the same, no different than Jordan's. You know, mm-hmm. people buy it, stand in line to buy them and, you know, shelve out their money and people are count, count their pockets, people's pockets all the same. So it really, you know, it's just like pick your poison at this point. But with LeVar, it was just him talking. I'm like, yo, let's let your son get in the league and do what he does. You know, his talent will speak for himself. You know, and and then, then the media, then you have the media trying to play it like, oh, why are you always talking about him? Why are you always doing this? Or why are you always doing that? And stuff like that. Well, y'all don't have to talk about him. <laughs> right. But it's going to drive ratings and it's going to generate money for y'all. You know, so like, you, you almost are a hypocrite at that point, you know, but that's, that's been my only issue with LeVar Ball. I think the league will be dope. I want to see how he would go about paying them because I kind of feel like, okay, you need sponsors and some other type of revenue to streamline all of that, but I'm all for it. Like, I wish I had the chance to come out of high school and make $10,000 out the gate, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't see the big issue, but that's just me. My biggest thing is I had no idea the way that uh, the NCAA exploited exploited kids. Like, I mean, I just recently kind of learned that all that these, you know, and the thing is being a, a an athlete in itself in college, it's just a lot of work. A lot of them, they have to practice constantly. And so I couldn't imagine going to one of these big schools where, you know, their sports are on the, the news every single day where you're watching them on ESPN. Um, and so that was my biggest issue is I just didn't realize how bad these kids get exploited and they, they aren't allowed to get paid for it. They, and you'll hear a lot of those dudes and they say, I'm just here to play ball. I'm just here to play ball. So why right. make them, you know, and like you said, college isn't for everybody. It's a, it's a great backup plan, but these guys, they'll know right away if they are going to be capable of, of going to the NBA and they can figure that out. College, that classroom will be there, right. you know, two or three years you from can now always- if they decide. You can always go back. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, if they decide that, you know, well, I, and I, I do think that, you know, having some basic education thrown in there would be good for them. Um, I don't think that putting them in, tra- in a traditional classroom, if, if they are, if they're going to school to play ball, then you, you teach them that way, teach them in ways that they can learn. Um, I, like I said, I do think that, you know, maybe they should put some, you know, maybe he sh- if if Lavar does go Lavar does go through with this, throw some financial classes in there. You know, your your basic skills, but you can't force these kids to sit in a regular classroom and then work them like slaves. Being a college athlete is a job that you do not get paid for. These kids can't even work, um, and they even at small schools they don't have the ability to, and. What I think that he's trying to do, like I said, college isn't for everybody. Some of these kids, they, they just want to play their sports. And what's wrong with that? Like I said, if it doesn't work out, I'm sure his program will have some type of time frame. You hit these kids when they're 18, by the time they're 21, you know, when you're 21, you're still young. You can go back and, and get a college education. Um, the only thing is sometimes you being an athlete gives you the opportunity to get that education that you wouldn't normally get because – you are able to attend that school that you maybe probably couldn't have afforded right. or you are able to, you know, um, get those opportunities that you wouldn't normally have. So there's plus and minuses to it. But if he can work out a, a solid business plan and if he can really think and I but I do believe that he's invested in not only his son's futures, but, you know, the, the kids that he is trying to that he's trying to help. Um, I, I think that he's passionate about basketball and he's he's passionate about the sport and he's passionate about getting people in the league. And um, while I understand he's probably doing it for the money, I do think that he has a passion and a care and a heart behind it. So I don't see it as one of those things that he's going to try to mess students over or try to exploit them. I think he wants for other students just what he wanted for his boys um and people just and like and I was on Twitter and somebody was like the same folks who you know claim they hate the um NCAA now they you know trying to say they hate LeVar Ball like which one is it what is the truth right which one do you hate do you do you hate them for exploiting the kids or do you hate him for trying to at least get them paid like (laughs) that's the least that they that they can do is is get paid and again some of them they don't want to sit in a classroom that reminds me of that netflix documentary um last year's you them dudes ain't want to sit in nobody classroom they wanted to play football right so cultivate them uh grow where let them grow where they're planted and, and cultivate them in their in their comfort zone and then you can you can worry about and i'm not saying that you shouldn't go to college because i mean hey you gotta, you gotta get educated. Everything ain't but, for everybody, man. Yeah, you got that <laughs> talent, and if you can make it happen, uh, then like you, at least try to grab them while they're young. Try to, I mean, hell, look at LeBron. He ain't have to go to nobody college. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he was and a now big, look at he's, he's a opening beast. up a school, right? So, not everybody will be LeBron. He is definitely a success story in his own, but. Hell, I mean, what if he would have went to college, and he would, you know, and anything could have happened. Yeah, and he and he could have been in, in a way different place than what he's in, what he's in now. And I mean, I think even the the junior basketball association that'll even let them mature a little bit because that's always my biggest thing is throwing an eighteen year old in the NBA 
or a 19 year old um, think about your maturity level at 18 and 19. But I think even doing this JBA, what he has, that'll even mature them some because they'll get to, you know, practice their craft. They'll get to grow a little bit more. They'll be, you know, maybe a year in the, the JBA or whatever the, the time frame may be. So that is their chance to, to get mature and grow a little bit. And um, maybe they won't be like D'Angelo Russell telling on people. And <laughs> <laughs> recording people. Yeah, man. Get you, get you some goddamn media training and send some shit like that. Hell yeah. At least throw one of them classes in there. Like get yeah. some social media etiquette and get some homeboy, some, some, uh, what's the, what's the call? Get some code etiquette. Yeah. Some guy code etiquette on what, yes, what to do and what not to do, right? And, and some, some fucking throws, throw some damn, uh, some consent. What is consent? What is this? Rape culture. Throw oh, that shit. God. Sprinkle Please that shit in, that there. in there. Go ahead and just salt bay it. Yeah. Just <laughs> sprinkle all that shit. Man. Keep your Hit fucking this, boy. keep your fucking dick in your pants, bro. So I don't understand that. Like when I hear about those things with athletes, you know, whether it be true or not, why? Like what? What? Why? Why are you doing this? Yeah. All you gotta do is play sports. And they gonna throw it at you. You out here robbing somebody. Yeah, out here stealing (laughs) shit. You out here stealing stuff. You can't stop smoking. Like, bruh, all you gotta do is play sports. Plenty of plenty of women out there willing to catch dick because you playing, (laughs) you play ball. Like, bro, just chill. It fall. It'll practically fall in your lap. Like, just relax. Literally. Literally, it'll be in your lap, ready to go. Ready to go. Ret. Ret. Oh, man. So, yeah, I think we hit it all. Oh, shit. Aw. This is a great time. Yeah, see, look at you. You all comfortable and shit. Like I know I'm, I'm hella comfortable. I've been drinking my wine, guys. If you haven't, you know, if you haven't heard me sip a little bit. I'm a little wine wasted. Just, just chat. I've been eating some, some creepy crawler sour gummy worms. I'm oh, feeling great. That's a, a sensational ass diet. That's I know. Look, new year, new me. <laughs> After 2017, you won't hear me. You won't hear me eating gummy worms anymore, guys. No, I won't be doing that. Yeah, man. So go ahead. I guess whatever social media you are uh, comfortable <laughs> with telling these niggas where to reach you at, <laughs> go ahead and tell them. So, um, wow. Yeah, yeah. The pressure's on, nigga. So yeah, you could you could follow me on Instagram, r underscore kells. You can follow me on Twitter. That's Rex Kells, R-E-X-K-E-L-L-Z. Um, Snapchat, I don't give out unless I know you. I'm so sorry. Um, and that's really it. That's the only social media that I, I really get down with. On Twitter, I'm not that exciting. I do a lot of retweeting, um, and I laugh at a lot of things. And on Instagram, you know, I'm pretty cute. But, <laughs> you know, filters work wonders. So... <laughs> You know that that is that's really that in a nutshell. I post a lot of pictures of my mom, um, who who's cute. So Jesus like Christ, <laughs> what? Why you say it like that? It's just so girly. What's, I post a lot so of girly? pictures of my mom, and I use a bunch of I filters. Do. I do, and I don't post that many pictures of my mom. 
not that many but yeah our underscore kills um it's random rex that's that's a great way i have a vlog popping off um i took a little bit of a break because i had some things that i just need to take care of in my personal and professional life but it's random rex that is i-t-s-r-a-n-d-o-m-r-e-x that is my vlog page you can definitely follow me there i have a youtube i'll have some new videos popping off sometime soon probably within the next week or so i'm trying to get a, a video or two out before the new year happens and then of course next year i'll have a lot of things popping off i have a new collab project with two other girls that will be happening um sometime in february so you can look out for that i won't drop the name just yet but it'll be exciting um and yeah that's really it i'm super lame i don't even know why i'm here (laughs) so all that information is going to be in the description of the podcast of course you know who i am you know where my handles are uh please review the podcast also uh rate it as well because apparently that helps out a lot and that helps random people find just a random nigga from st louis and listen to the random shit he talks about so feel free to share it with your people review the show and leave a uh, a rating as well and uh we'll holler at y'all later so i'll be back you guys next time i come back jay i want to do like give people job tips can i do that I'm sure I'm all I'm all for the empowerment of people. Yes, absolutely. It won't be as exciting, guys, but you know what? We gonna we gonna kick it. I mean, we I mean it'll be cool. I mean it's tips that people can use. So she's gonna help Yeah. Help people know what to look for in a job and what companies are looking for as far as people when they're hiring. So there you go. Yeah. It's a win win. Yeah. It's a win win. It's a win win where I'm this bitch. Win-win. So Win-win. How's school going, Jay White? Oh, shit. Uh, it's good. I, <laughs> I know you finished... try to wrap up. No, no, it's, it's good. It's uh, I just finished my fourth class and shit. Um, already registered uh, 2019. Look at you. I'm just, y'all, I'm just so proud of Jay White. I met him when he was just struggling. A little, part- <laughs> a little wild party animal. Just, man. Just I don't know. I thought he, I think he might have been on drugs or something. You got me fucked up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was real frail and skinny. <laughs> um, no, all bullshit aside, all hella was skinny. No bullshit. You you was tiny. Back I'm skinny then. as fuck, and then fucking uh, put on that relationship weight. And then, you bulked up. Last time I see you, you bulked up. I think I saw you at the marquee not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, when we first met, uh, I was like you said, I was frail. Then put on the, the relationship. Would do that. <laughs> Yo, I will fight you, bro. <laughs> uh, I was frail as shit, and then put on a relationship weight. Lost the relationship, kept the weight. So I was like, yeah, nigga, you gotta get in the gym and do something. So. Then it started looking like I was on fucking roids and shit, so I had to fix that shit. So you grew your hair out. Now you got you got the little baby fro yeah. popping off with the little twist in the and, front and the gray hairs and shit. So I'm out here. So looking man. like Thor. Yo, okay. You know what? That'll be the <laughs> end of the episode. <laughs> so we will holler at y'all later. Peace. Bye, guys. Uh, yeah.
Sweet 23 at the Chateau. Had a hard man, I'm trying to get it back, dog. Trying to get it back, trying to get it back, trying to get it back. Age 25 and I'm rich now. No excuse, you'll be acting like a bitch now. I gave you Dom in the pool at the checklist. She want a ring, ain't fucking with a necklace. Got my fall for these things with the big butts. Take a homebody, turn into a rich slut. Feel like I can't trust nobody, even day ones. Watch out for them snake ones. Sweet Pinty today at the Chateau. Had a hard man, I'm trying to get it back, girl. Talk slow, talk slow, I'm off to blow, I'm off to draw, I'm in my zone. Grab your girls, grab your phone, and let's go. Get ready, we go into the shadow. Legs around my neck, I got your nails up in my back. Get ready, we go into the shadow.